Australian fires. Kobe Bryant's death. World War Three. A global pandemic. Killer hornets. The death of Naya Rivera. Black Lives Matter. The death of Chadwick Boseman. West Coast wildfires. The 2020 presidential election. Finally, a COVID vaccine. What is 2020? Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, thanks so much for coming back for our final episode of 2020. That's crazy. So crazy that we even have a podcast. Like, that's sinks in every week. I've every been thinking single week. about this for so long, and I'm so happy it ha- ended up happening. Yeah, honestly, one of the best outcomes of 2020. Totally. Well, what a year it has been, am I right? Crazy for everyone. Just no words. I don't even want to make this cliche or like cheesy because I'm sure everyone's heard the, oh my gosh, it's been such a crazy year. Like everyone's heard that. Everyone knows it's been a crazy year. Literally. There's like no need to make it cliche. Um, but we really need, we, we should really recap and talk about what's gone on in our own lives this year and what's going on in like like how this year is going to fit into the future and how it's going to shape yeah. um, the future of a lot of different parts of the world parts of society and yeah what what like this year has been very crazy i'm i'm not going to say that again i've overused it already <laughs> but i think i've learned a lot more than probably the last totally. 5 years i think and yeah This year has changed so many things for so many people, and I think it's definitely changed my perspective on so many things. So I'm excited to delve into that and um, kind of bring a different perspective to 2020. So, I mean, first of all, I just want to say, like, I've never felt this kind of connection to everyone I've ever met before like I will go out to like a restaurant whatever obviously safe with masks and everything um crazy that we have to specify that but like I'll see someone I'll be like oh like how are you doing and we all know the context of that and it's so weird to feel like even on social media being like we know everyone's going through a tough time because it's all happening together and I think you know I don't want to glorify a pandemic or anything but it's definitely brought everyone together in a certain way where it's like everyone's relating to the same thing no matter what and that feeling is so crazy to me yeah I think it's definitely especially I don't know the the society we live in is a very divided and it's very very um I don't know strangely comforting but not comforting because I never wanted this to happen in the first place yeah to find everyone kind of relating to this same struggle you know um this has definitely showed people a lot about who people really are um the value for human life for some people and the disregard for human life for other people yeah totally I think there's a lot of like bigger picture things to get into actually I feel like I almost don't want to get there yet because I feel like when we talk about 2020 it's really easy to get super serious and think about the bigger picture which is amazing because I think a lot of people needed that I know I needed that to look outside of high school and of everything but for a second I'm going to bring the conversation back to that and kind of talk about how this pandemic has like personally affected like social aspects of people's lives and friend groups and stuff have you like experienced some of that um definitely a hundred percent um positive yes 
Um, socially, okay. I feel like I'm not going to say that I'm an exception or that I'm special or anything. Um, I, okay. So in terms, so basically for anyone's listening, I, the quarantine started when I was in March or February of my sophomore year of high school. So keep in mind, I've only been to high school in person for one and a half, not even a full half, just one, three semesters. I've only been to high school for three semesters in person. Um, The next semester I did, the fourth one, I did online completely. It was such a weird system. Um, I barely talked to my friends really during that time. I talked to my one friend basically. And like, I talked to a few people here and there. Um, Then it was summer. And now my fifth semester is about to to end soon. Um, I've only been to high school for about one year. So mentally, I'm still a freshman. And I am almost done with the first semester of my junior year, just so that everyone knows mentally where I'm at. But Yeah, also, to add to that, I'm like a year behind her, so I didn't even get to finish my freshman year of high school. Yeah, that's insane. Oh my gosh. She's only finished one semester of high school. Yeah, crazy. You've only done one finals week, and during that finals week, it was actually snowing. Do you remember that? Yes, it it was my birthday. Yeah, I remember that. That's insane. I can't believe, like, I really hope you get to go back to school. Like, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, actually, so okay. Was- no, I wanted to okay. say that like not being in high school has changed a lot for me because yeah. I think like from a sp- social perspective, like high school is everything. High school mm-hmm. is the center of your social life when Definitely. you are a high schooler. And so to be dra- like dragged out of that and to feel like you have to put effort into every single friendship that you have because there's no forcing factor, there's no glue. I think in a way, I'm really thankful for that. Because it showed me who the real ones are, you know, like that's kind of cliche, but, you know, I think there were people who never reached out to me. There were people who didn't put, you know, effort into like keeping the friendship and stuff. And for the people who did, I got so much closer to them through this quarantine thing because we're in this together, you know, so I definitely think that like not being in high school changed a lot of that for me. I was going to say something very similar. Um, so in in the idea that I'm still mentally a freshman, basically, um, socially, I feel like I was not very developed at the beginning of the year. I would say right before school ended in March or February, um, I was at the peak of my, um, I, don't, I don't, I'm going to say my friend making abilities. I had so many friends in March and February yeah. or whatever. I was making so many friends. Um, I like talked to everybody, even like just random people. And I thought that I was like getting so confident with, I don't know, just like my speaking skills. Um, and then the pandemic hit and then we were at home and um, I really saw who really wanted to talk to me and who just talked to me because I was sitting next to them in yeah. fifth period or whatever or sixth period. Um, and I think that really shows you who your true friends are. And obviously, totally. I would not recommend a pandemic to find out who you're <laughs> friends with. But um, funny enough, through that process of like weeding out all of the people who weren't really my friends and being left with like two people, after that, I became very talkative and outgoing. And I feel like now 
because everything's online and I do everything like on a call, like even this, my yeah. speaking skills, I've, I've just become so confident with it. Cause like if I totally. mess up, I can just pr- press leave, you know? Yeah, no, I was just thinking about that. Like if you asked me a year ago to Zoom call someone for a podcast who I don't talk to that much, like, yeah, we've known each other forever, but like we, especially this before this pandemic, we didn't really talk a lot yeah to to like tell myself that I'm just gonna like be so comfortable with them and go on a zoom call and have conversations with them every single week like that is shocking to old me you know me too I feel like we should talk about how this year this pandemic this situation has affected how people spend their time because personally I feel like yeah one thing that really stuck with me this year is that like in the beginning of the year I was like using it to heal from the depression that was high school (laughs) um sophomore year is like literally so depressing to anyone who's listening totally the worst year um mentally um but I was like healing from that in the beginning and then after that, it was just a bunch of free time and I didn't know what to do. And I found that I was only doing things that I never, like, it's always the stuff that like when I was in class, I'd be like, wow, if I had time, I would do this. And I actually yeah. did all of that stuff. That's I did awesome. a lot, actually. But it's crazy to think that it really took a pandemic for people to be like, hey, I should spend my time how I want to spend my time, you know? What you just said, so true. Pre-pandemic, I don't know if I ever knew what self-care was. Like, I never knew that, like, you could spend time doing things for yourself. Like, I always did stuff for school or for this project or for my friends. And, like, that is such a focal point point of your life and you should always be doing things you know but you also sometimes need to do stuff you want to do for no particular reason like picking up hobbies and like I got into painting and I'm I'm so bad at painting but it's fun to do and that's okay and I think quarantine kind of taught me that like doing things that you want to do isn't a waste of time like I told myself it was when I was in school but it really isn't like it's a good use of time to like practice your hobbies Yeah, and I just want to say, like, personally, my, okay, my outlook on school is, like, everything I do, okay, I do high school very intensely, it's, like, everything I do either has to help me get into college or I'm not going to do it, you know? Uh, Um, Yeah. So it's, like, the, like, when I was actually in in in-person school, every time I would have a free weekend or something, and I was, like, okay, I'm going to go pick up this new hobby, I'd be, like, well, it's not really going to help me get into college, and then, like, no not really so I'm not gonna do it I'm gonna do this instead and then I think that was pretty draining actually but this year since I've had so much time and it's all like so empty I actually did stuff that like doesn't contribute to that process in any way like I learned um how to embroider things well I've actually always known how to do that but I learned how to embroider things I picked up like sewing machine stuff I'm like made hats and like masks and like literally everything I learned I like got so much better at painting and like literally every craft there is every hobby I did it and I'm so happy I did that's awesome not going to contribute to my college admissions process in any way but I'm happy I did it because it's like I've always wanted to do it but I I could never justify doing it till now yeah I think I think it's this idea that like you can't live for the future and everything that you can't you do 
You know, you can't constantly be working towards something in the future. And you also can't be constantly living in the past, and which is something I struggle with, where I like overthink past actions that I've done or the way I've spent my time. The You know, this whole concept of like the pandemic and quarantine has taught me to just live in the present, which mm-hmm. is the most cliche thing ever. But I feel like I've said that. I'm like, oh, I'm the type of person who lives in the present. But I never, I never really practiced that. I never... Mm-hmm realize that like the time that I had I could use it now for things that I want to do now and I think I'm definitely going to carry that with me in 2021 and I think you also definitely did that this year and um, it's definitely a lesson I'm so glad I learned. Yeah and I'm not going to say that I was like doing something crazy every day over break um, or quarantine. I just want to say that like on the times that I did do things it was stuff that I usually would not have done if I had free time. Obviously, in the idea of like living in the present and like not living in the past or for the future, um, sometimes I do think about like, oh, I had like six months of quarantine and I could have used that time so much better. And sometimes yeah. I like wonder over that and I'm like, I could have done this, this, and this. But it's like, whoever I was in that moment, I thought that was the best way to spend my time. It's like, Honestly, it worked because I feel a lot better than I did before quarantine. So whoever spent that time, whoever I was that spent that time that way, like good for them because I feel okay. Um, I could have done a lot more with my time, but I'm okay with how I, however I spent it. I don't even remember yeah. how I spent and it. And also, I, I just want to say that like day out of like the summer or anything, but yeah. yeah. No, I just, I just want to say like, If you're doing something that gives you joy in the moment, then that's not a waste of time. And even if you look back and you don't remember what exactly you did and there's nothing memorable about it, that doesn't make it useless. And these six months of quarantine might have been the worst for you. You know, you might have, you know, everything might have fell down. But as as long as you realize that in the future, you're going to take time to do things that give you happiness, then that's all that matters. And you can't change the way that you spent time in the past. And I don't think any time is a waste of time. Doing anything isn't a waste, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. And I feel like this year has really been important a moment of reflection for a lot of people socially um how they spend their time and also like politically yeah um, totally like totally. in every aspect everyone has had a moment to reflect on how they usually live their lives and how you know they can be living it now in this like completely different situation or like once this is all over how everyone plans to spend their time and energy yeah that's the perfect way to say it is this year really was just for reflection and I definitely did a lot of it so yeah for sure so also okay so this is kind of like a personal thing that 2020 has changed for me I wanted to talk about like being spontaneous yeah for sure um I feel like I always I've always been the type of person where like risks scare me like I'm not just gonna go for it and do things you know like Mm -hmm. I overthink a lot and I'm always like oh no I shouldn't do this no 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 no. you know what I mean like yeah that it's always an internal dialogue for me 
And I stopped doing that this year. Like, I just stopped caring. Like, I, one example of this is, like, literally this podcast. Like, old me never would have DM'd, uh, you know, one of my friends and been like, okay, let's start a podcast, especially when I, you know, haven't talked to them in so long. But then I was like, you know what? No, like, it's fine if they say no. It doesn't matter. Like, I, you only live life once. And, you know, if I want to do it, I'm going to do it. And so I did it. And, like, there's so many things like that where I just kind of chose to make the do the thing that made me happy and I didn't think about the repercussions of that or this or that I just decided to be spontaneous with it and if I felt like it I did it and honestly like it's been the best thing like obviously think before you jump and stuff like that is so important but you know life is not always supposed to be planned out and it's okay to just do things and 2020 has definitely taught me that and I want to say that like if I could take something away from this year, it would be to just do everything, you know? Because I feel like a lot of times before this pandemic, actually, okay, you know, I could say that, but then again, I was like 15. So I was like pretty much a child. Um, I'm still a child, but I'm gonna say that like, I feel like a lot of opportunities were missed because I was like embarrassed or like I was like yeah. I would like always get like secondhand embarrassment thinking about things or I would totally. get like shy or like unconfident. But I feel like now literally every opportunity is an opportunity worth taking, even if it's like totally. something you really don't want to do. It's like it's worth trying everything because yeah. um again, like spon spontane spontaneity, spontaneousness, I don't know the word. I think um, but I think you said it right. <laughs> Um, whatever that word is, I think it's it's really worth doing whatever spontaneous thing yeah. that you thought of, even if it's something that like could be like a little bit like I don't know chaotic. You should still do it. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna I mean, say this is any level of chaotic, but some things I did this year, like for instance, I dyed my hair green. Like not all of it, but like I did an undercut. I never would have done that if I actually had to see people in person. But now I'm so happy I did it. Like I would dye my hair anytime ever again, like any color, yeah. even if we were in person, like going to school. Like um, I feel like dress however you want. I think that's another thing I learned this year. Like I was always really into like fashion and stuff, but now like more than ever, it's like dress however you want. Cause like no one cares besides you. Um, totally also like I feel like this is such a important thing to remember is that like nothing's set in stone like I thought that my I never thought that high school would be disrupted for me I thought I was going to walk through freshman year and start sophomore year and start to plan out my future and college and I was so stressed about everything and then the world was like nope nope you have to slow down and realize what's more important to you and just remember that, like, even if it feels like, oh my God, my whole life is falling apart, like you have the choice to make it different and nothing ever has to be set in stone. And, you know, life is going to throw you this way and that way. And that's totally okay. And sometimes you just have to accept the change. And yeah. sometimes you have to inflict the change, like you need the change in your life. So yeah, I think like, if I could say one word for 2020 that like, I have learned to accept and love it's change. I used to be afraid of it. And now I crave it and I love it. 
Yeah, as cliche as that sounds, I would agree 100%. Like, for instance, I turned 16 this year, and I remember, like, so many days that I would cry about how, like, I don't know, I've always looked forward to being 16. I don't know. It's always been so romanticized and everything, and so, like, idolized. Like, oh, you're 16. It's supposed to be a really special year. You're supposed to have a really special birthday party and stuff. But, like, none of that ever happened. And I know I cried about that, like, so many times, but it's, like, important to understand that like how that works like in half a year I'm gonna be 17 and that's crazy to think about and I don't want to think about that but it's like I did a lot of spontaneous things this year and maybe they weren't as spontaneous as like I don't know skydiving or like moving to Switzerland or something but (laughs) I like dyed my hair I think that's good enough for me I could say I dyed my hair green when I was 16 um or like just random stuff like that. Like I got yeah. my license. That's pretty cool. But I think one thing this year has really taught everyone is like, it's really easy to like ponder over what could have happened or what can happen in the future. But like, you just have to live in the moment and find a different way to make yourself happy if something else isn't possible. Like, obviously, I can't get the 16th birthday of my dreams right now. But like, I got something that was fun still. I had like an avatar themed birthday party. I thought that was really fun. But like, yeah, my birthday is in January and I'm turning 16 on the 16th. And that was my like, I literally was like, I've dreamt about my sweet 16 party my whole life. It was always my thing. I was like 16 on 16. That was going to be the name and theme of my party. And I was just obsessed with it. And it honestly, like, I know that I'm going to cry on my birthday because I can't do anything and I can't see anyone. And it, it honestly sucks. But I try to remind myself that, like, honestly, if I had the party of my dreams, I probably wouldn't even be that much happier because I wouldn't have lived up to my expectations anyway, because nothing is ever as amazing as so true. Fit, like 12 year old y- yourself romanticized it, you know, nothing's ever that good. And a part of me is just ready to have like a relaxed, fun day with my family and just to, you know, get my favorite food and to relax and to just celebrate life in that way, because everything doesn't have to be flashy. I'm trying to convince myself of this because I'm definitely still going to cry. I always cry on my birthday. It's kind of my brand. But um, yeah, I think a lot of people have lost so many things and talking about a 16th party kind of seems very tone deaf to what people have lost during this pandemic. But it's definitely affected people in so many different yeah. ways, you know? I want to say that, like, at the same time, another thing that a lot of people have learned is that it's okay to be sad about these type of things. Like, I know it's yeah. very tone deaf to be sad about not getting a sweet 16. I cried about that so many times. I think that's probably one of the very few times I cried this year. I actually didn't cry that much this year. Actually, I did. I don't want to say that. I-, I cried so much this year. I would say compared to the month of January... I cried less between February and now, but I think that it's okay to cry about things like not getting a sweet 16 or not being able to go to high school. And that is very tone deaf. It is very tone deaf. Don't think it's not tone deaf. It is tone deaf. There are people dying and getting sick every day right now. And it's kind of, I don't know, conceited to cry about like but it's not, not though it's valid Someone but it's else's okay pain doesn't take away from yours That's you so know true I wanted to say one thing I learned another thing I learned this year is if you're drowning and someone's drowning 20 feet below you you're both still drowning like just because someone I'm not gonna say that just because someone is dying because of coronavirus doesn't mean you can't cry about 
not getting your birthday party but it's okay to cry about not getting your birthday party that you've wanted since you were 12 like yeah exactly everyone's feelings are sad and obviously everyone's missing something right now everyone's missing out on something this year and it's okay to be okay with how this year has turned out but it's also okay to cry about it yeah like I want to say that like it almost helps to remind yourself that you are lucky you know you're lucky to not have to lose your family members or to lose your job or to face other things and I definitely feel like that has got me to accept this whole you know so we succeed not happening thing is like I'm so lucky to even have this and to know that you know I have my family and I have my friends and I am safe and those things are definitely stuff I took for granted last year because I never thought I would ever, ever, ever even think about losing those things. And this year I was afraid for a hot minute about losing people. And, you know, I definitely have like distant family members who have died from COVID and stuff. And it's like, it's crazy how much priorities can change because of COVID. And like my priorities have definitely changed. So I just try to remind myself of that, but also your feelings are valid no matter what, you know? Yeah, and I just wanted to say another thing, like um, another thing this year has taught me, I feel like we just keep piling them on, is that like there's so many things that we took for granted. And like, again, it's not something you should be pondering over and being like beating yourself up over, but like, one thing that I think I really took for granted is like just like the concept of spending time with friends and family or just like having friends and family. a lot of people like it's a very real possibility that like um like the disease the coronavirus could come into your house and you could lose all of your friends and all of your family in like a few days that is a very real possibility and scenario and that's really scary to think about but it's not something I would have ever thought about before now like I feel like a lot of people including myself just took the concept of having that type of structure just for granted because it could just all easily go away and like obviously god forbid that happened but like I think it's crazy to think about like like that's really what's important right now is like like obviously I didn't get my 16th birthday but I'm like grateful that I still have all my friends and family and um, obviously a lot of people have been affected or some people have gotten coronavirus, but I'm happy that everyone is like here, you know? This episode is a little chaotic, kind of like 2020. I think we kind of dived in a little bit into how like social stuff has changed. And then we talked about what we've learned and um, yeah, we'd love to have a conversation with you guys on Instagram too at what is podcast. You guys should definitely let us know how you feel about 2020, how you've learned from it. I mean, I think there's definitely a lot of like cliche things to say about it. Oh, 2020 sucks, 2020 is crazy, but I think it has honestly taught me so much. And the person that I am walking out of this year is completely different than this, you know, the girl that was walking into it. I just didn't even know who I am. I didn't know what was important to me. I didn't, I didn't have the right people around me, you know, like I, all of that has changed and I'm in so much of a better place. And now I feel like if, you know, knock on wood, this is not going to happen, but if there was another pandemic that happened in 2021, I feel like I could make it through, you know, I feel like I can do it. And I, that's such a nice feeling to have, to be like, to trust yourself and to be confident. And obviously that's just a metaphor. Like I really, please, no pandemic 2021, but 
I definitely think that I have kind of grown into the person that I want to be. And yeah, I'm looking forward to this next year. I'm not going to jinx anything, but I think it'll be a good year. And um, no matter what happens, no matter what is thrown at us, we're going to make it a good year. I totally agree with everything you just said. And I want to say that like one thing I've really grown like more comfortable with is I guess myself, my own confidence. Um, And I also feel like I'm more comfortable with uncertainty. Like I think I've grown comfortable with the idea that like literally anything could happen and I'm just going to have to be okay with that. And that's definitely Mm -hmm. one way that I think that I don't think I could have done. One thing I don't think I could have done at the beginning of this year and you know what that's okay and another thing I want to say is like this year is coming to an end it was so crazy so many things happened and I mean I hope nothing as horrible as whatever we listed in the beginning of this episode happens again next year but obviously I'm expecting that like obviously not all of our problems are going to go away at midnight on New Year's um, Eve or whatever right but I really hope that the pandemic can come to a um I don't know a wrap-up a resolution I hope people can find peace with themselves and I hope that things can start to find a new normal like back in the normal world sometime by next year like I hope we can listen to this in one year and we can like laugh about what we're talking about and then we can go back to our high school and I could finish my senior year in person Yes, I think what you said was so important is we're never going back to a normal. Normal doesn't really exist anymore in the world, but I think 2021 might be the start of a new normal, and I'm really excited to experience that. Yeah, and um, do you want to do like, um, do you want to do like, if we're listening to this in one year, what is like one thing we hope for or like one thing we can tell ourselves? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so if you were listening to this podcast in one year, this exact episode next year on New Year's Eve or whatever, what is one thing that you would want to tell yourself or one thing that you hope for? So personally, I want to hope that next year when we're listening to this, obviously, the pandemic is like somewhere close to an end and that we can start going back to our old normal lives. And I also hope that I'm still comfortable with the aspect of uncertainty and not knowing what's in my future, because obviously I will be in my admissions process for college. That's something I've looked like I've been anticipating for so long. And I just really hope I'm okay. Like I've, I've kept everything that I've learned this year and I'm okay with whatever outcome happens, you know? Yeah, I hope, I hope in opposition to this year, that there's a lot of happiness around because um, this year, whenever I see someone, they're sad, you know, and I share that sadness. And so if next year me is watching, I hope you're surrounded by happy people and I hope you are too. And I hope that, you know, like you're, you're still confident and you're still comfortable in who you are, even when you're back in high school and even when you're surrounded by all this new, new things and this new normal and I, I hope that I continue doing my music stuff. I hope that I have good grades. <laughs> I hope that I know what I want to do in the future and that I planned out my college and everything. And yeah, I mean. And I hope we're on episode, like, what, what will it be, like 60? 
I hope we're on episode yes. 60 of our podcast. I hope. Okay, that would be do insane. Guys, do you want to make a goal for our, like, list, number of listeners next year? Yeah, I hope. Okay. It's, like, lowballing it. I want at least, like, 100 listeners. Yeah, that's the, crazy. That's my goal, too, is 100 regular listens on every single episode. That is listeners. That's what I want for next year. We can do this. And I hope to whoever's listening to this that in the next year, you can get everything that you wished for and you hoped for and you find peace and you find happiness because that is all anyone could ever want. Yes, absolutely. Um, Yeah. And I just want to say whoever's listening to this, happy New Year's. Happy New Year's, guys. Probably 2021 when you're listening to this or yeah. if you're really on our schedule you're listening to this on new year's eve oh but my god i hope that wherever you are in the world where you're listening to this i hope really from the bottom of my heart that you have a great year absolutely and also i want to say if you need some help with some new year's resolutions and planning for 2021 our next episode is going to be diving completely into that so make sure you stay tuned for that and happy new years again thanks so much for listening really like i'm so happy that we started this podcast this year and um for everyone who listens like literally thank you so much for doing that and um yeah bye bye